Hey everybody, Coach here. Well, you know something? It finally happened. After almost four years of visiting hundreds and hundreds of places, including nurseries and landscapes, estates, national parks, and many, many other thousands of things this North American continent has to offer, we finally bought another home, or we like to refer to it as base camp. So many upcoming projects to share, so many things to do. The whys, the purpose, the future, coming up on this week's episode of Yard Coach. And I'm glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, Maestro here. Just dropping a reminder to check out the podcast description for discount opportunities and any important links. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on a specific app, please don't forget to rate and review the show. It helps us grow and continue to provide these free podcasts. Hey, welcome back and thanks for staying with me. Not only today, but over the past few years. Hey, you know, for many of you who listen and follow here on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, you probably picked up by now that Maestro and I have brought you all the DIY landscape education while touring this great nation and continent over the last three years and seven months. We really, really enjoyed it, and it was a lifestyle that was freeing, exciting, and definitely fulfilling. More bucket list things have been checked off in the last three plus years than I could possibly ever have hoped for. A chapter of our life that will never be forgotten and, more importantly, is not totally done just yet. Future travels await. But we wanted a base of operation again, a retreat, a sanctuary, and a way to demonstrate many of the DIY landscape tactics that I've been preaching for the last three plus years. Our new abode is humbly and affectionately called Brook and Pond. And why, you ask? Well, <laughs> duh, because it is what is here. Nothing super fancy, just a small, quaint third of an acre pond that uh, is fed by a, a spring up the hill and a small brook near the road. You know, thanks to Tropical Storm Philip, or Philippe, whatever they called him recently, that brook at our roadway had turned into a raging torrent, so much that we were starting to get a little concerned that it was going to overflow the driveway and uh, overwhelm the five-foot culvert that goes underneath the driveway. We really, really are so grateful for being able to attain such a special place with all the sights and sounds of the surrounding forest. We really are very, very happy. We're located in the state of Maine in the USA and in a part of that state that has more moose than people, or so the locals say. Yes, we will have to contend with black flies. I get it. They, they tell us that there are seasons where it's almost insufferable, but that's all part of many parts of this North American continent. It's not just Maine. We have gone through black fly in Michigan. We've gone through black flies in Canada and the Eastern Maritimes. They are everywhere. It's not just Maine and along with the pesky mosquitoes. But hey, how many of you have packed everything in the car and gone to the lake or gone to the, the national forests and camped out and you had pesties there too as well? 
The base camp will also be a short-term rental on occasion. At least that's the initial plan. When we are back out on the road and soaking up more adventures and destinations, Brook and Pond will have a way of providing some form of paying for itself. Enough of the adventures that we have had. Let's talk about the adventures that we are going to have at Brook and Pond. This little 2.5 acre piece of land with a small home. The landscape in itself is kind of au natural at this point. Beautiful gravel driveway, a few rocks here and there, and a very large oversized lawn. And that's all the landscaping there is here. Nothing, nothing else. So as I have taught, and I am trying to adhere to myself, I am giving major projects at least a season, or more than one season, to kind of absorb the land itself. Observe the daylight hours and shadows and shade and everything that I know that I have been taught and I've tried to pass on to you. Then there's going to be the planning and the designing. As I'm coming to you right now in the mid-October of 2023, and with a few exceptions, larger projects on a DIY scale is kind of unwise. Getting colder, definitely. Days getting shorter, certainly. Lots and lots of recent wet. The state of Maine has over 40 inches of rain this year above the normal. That's how much water has been here. And when it comes to a landscape perspective, that can be kind of troublesome if you start something just at the wrong time and get stuck with a mud pit. So I'm heeding my own good advice that I dispense to you guys, and I'm just pumping the brakes. The other thing that I'm getting underneath my belt is I'm sourcing materials right now, trying to find where things come from. When you haven't lived in a particular area, you, you don't know what the locals know. You don't know where to go get a trailer full of compost. Now, where I'm at is kind of remote, but not remote. I mean, I'm like 10 miles from a small nearby town. I'm 45 miles from a mid-sized town. And when I say a mid-sized town, we're talking something that is no more than like 12,000 people up here. That's a mid-sized town. The state of Maine has much more populous cities further south, down near the Massachusetts, Connecticut area. But where we're at, yeah, not, uh, not too much in the way of people or vehicles. Like I said, more moose than people. Right now, we're in our first week of inhabiting this little uh, slice of heaven. And we have found plenty of smaller tasks to occupy our time. You know, the change in lifestyle, again, is immense from on-the-road living. Basically, it's been involved with and surrounding scrubbing out filthy previous owners. Period. Organizing what little belongings we have, prioritizing things from day to day, little landscape maintenance tasks, and noting things that need attention prior to the impending winter. Total different living conditions compared to this Central Valley, California boy, never been in a snow zone before. And I think I'm going to have a little bit of a learning curve. Things like snow, ice, and sub-zero temperatures. 
Nothing like anything I've ever lived at any time in my 65 years. But the challenge awaits us, and I embrace it. I really do. It's exciting for me. We'll see what I say come February. If it gets too much all at once, hey, we can always pack up O'Grave and head south for the remaining winter months. It's nice to have that kind of luxury. It really is. I will tell you this. The lifestyle and the people here in northern Maine are a different breed of cat. They really are. Certainly carved from hardier stock, that's for sure. And landscapes here are comprised of a very narrow selection of ornamental plants and a whole lot of lawn. Lots and lots of lawn. And we're not talking like square footage. Now, the lawn that I have here at Brook and Pond, it's still bigger than anything I've ever had. I got over 12,000 square feet of lawn that I have to take care of. Now, with that in mind, the landscapes around me have literal acreage of lawn. This is their form of landscaping. I personally think that my 12,000 square feet, yeah, it's going to be reduced over the next year or so. It just, it, it doesn't serve a purpose. It, I mean, the septic tank is out there in the leach field and on one part of the lawn area, the other part is just grass. So, I'm not big into mowing grass every week. And up here you don't have, you have several months of time off from mowing grass because it's under feet of snow. So I'm not going to worry about that. But later on during the growing season and you have 16 plus hours of daylight, that lawn is going to pop and it's going to require some maintenance. So reduction is in order. Let's just leave it at that. Right now I'm, uh, I'm faced with the challenge of incorporating some landscape creativity with the ever-present ungulate population of deer and moose. You know, I kind of refuse to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on plants only to watch them disappear overnight or get jerked out of the ground as some midnight snack by a bullwinkle. I'm just not into that. So, what I will be doing is some careful selection and placement so that uh, maybe they don't feel quite so at home coming up onto the patio. Seeing containerized stuff and small beds a little too close to the house for their comfort. And I would appreciate them staying in the forest where we could see them in their natural state and not nom 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 on very, very expensive ornamental plants. So, a little sneak peek, what was the first landscape task I set out to accomplish upon taking this ownership? Yep, it was mowing. The previous owners, such as they are, uh, did hardly anything to maintain the place once it went into escrow. So I was greeted with a lawn that was probably 8, 10 inches tall. And uh, I had to go out and quickly acquire a ride-on mower and made some quick work of that over the course of one afternoon. And then it was the weeds. They did not maintain things very well here. I think it was just a, a cabin retreat for them, and they never put any emphasis outside the house. Inside the house, it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. Uh, but outside, nah, they, they did not have uh, very, very rudimentary landscape capabilities. So, one of the tasks that I started in on was the driveway. Where, if you look at this week's YouTube video, is where I'm starting. I believe that pride and ownership starts at the street. And you'll, you'll see. 
you'll see the driveway, you'll see the brook, and where we're starting our new chapter. Now that I went out there and I spent some time and got rid of the, uh, shall we say, wilderness taking over the driveway area, I have uh, regained, you know, three to four feet on each side of the driveway. Nice sweeping arc where I have an entrance area now that is over 30 feet wide, which I think is a minimum. And then it comes, it narrows down quickly and has to go over the culvert of the brook. And then one of my favorite parts about this whole property is the driveway itself and the drive up to the house. I mean, you're driving through a forest, literally, you know, and it's populated with spruce and birch and maple, which are ablaze right now in October, and a lot of the other ferns and little perennials and native plants that reside in the forest. And it really won't require a whole lot of attention down there. It really won't. I want to keep it kind of natural. I think it's part of the beauty of the property itself. And then drive up the hill, a little short drive up a hill, and into a huge, huge front driveway area and parking area. There will be enough space up here where we can literally drive a vehicle or equipment around the house. The other thing that we were set to task is there were some firewood that was left behind, which we greatly appreciated. And we're kind of organizing that pile and getting it out of the wet, letting it dry out and preparing for, you know, a little bit of heat come this winter. But the weeding and the edging and that kind of stuff kind of set the place off again and kind of wrestled it back away from Mother Nature that was rapidly taking it over. I also found that my landscape shape is going to be a sharp curve again. I am not in the kind of shape that I wish I was in. And uh, the past few days have <laughs> definitely showed that by humping a bunch of firewood and weeding and wheelbarrowing and doing all the things that I've been doing. So I'm embracing the fact that it's going to get my ass in shape or kill me one or the other. One thing that I like about the property is that it is kind of a blank canvas. It kind of means that I don't have to demo a lot of stuff. I kind of have to just augment a little bit of what's there and then build from it. The bad part is I got to build from it. There's nothing existing here. There's no really designated outdoor living areas. The way the house is kind of laid out, they, yeah, it's, uh, the front door is not an obvious front door. And I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you how it, how I'm going to augment the front and augment the back. So a lot of outdoor living space is available to us. So I really hope you join us as we embark on this new chapter of our lives. Bring you the same educational DIY videos and podcasts every single week. Only now it's going to be enhanced with demonstrational videos narrated podcasts from the job site itself, and a glimpse into how I approach a landscape project of my own at my own property, which I hope you find useful in something that you might be considering. It has been a hell of a journey the last few years, and a new journey awaits. And I really hope you climb on board, learn a little bit more, and see that even the pros face challenges and hiccups when it comes to landscape projects. Hey, maybe Northern Maine is not for everybody. And for us, that is the beauty of where we decided to land. Small towns, fewer people, occasional northern lights, soils that will take a bit to get used to, and learning the art of snow plowing. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh boy, fun city there, huh? 
But as always, I'm still here at your beck and call should you have landscape questions from any part of this country or the world. I have greatly, greatly appreciated your listening and watching time and look forward to engaging with you in all of those 15 steps of several landscape projects to come of my own. I also want your input. Yes, your input. You will see the property as it is, and I will introduce the projects to you in advance. I will seek out your ideas and what you think should take place. How would you go about it? And take all genuine recommendations seriously. By the way, trolls need not apply. They really don't. So for now, join me on the channel. Take a peek at our new adventure and location at Brook and Pond. As always, to your landscape success, if you feel like supporting this channel, there's always a super thanks over on YouTube. And Patreon is going to be up and running this week. If you're looking forward to having a landscape coach in your hip pocket for something that you're doing, hey, freeze on over there and check it out. It will be available later this week or across the weekend. Guys, thanks for tuning in. As always, to your landscape success, I will see you next week. And as always, bye for now. Hey friends, Maestro here. Just dropping a reminder to check out the podcast description for discount opportunities and any important links. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on a specific app, please don't forget to rate and review the show. It helps us grow and continue to provide these free podcasts. Again, thanks for listening to this week's show, and we'll see you right here next week.